Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Welcome to the full moon edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host. And of course, that was the Wolfman. Do you remember the Wolfman? Wolfman Jack? Wolfman Jack. Do you remember him? Clap for the Wolfman. Vaguely. Oh, come on. a little bitty kid. A tiny girl. Yeah, but he lived on forever. Like eight years old. Seriously. Listening on my transistor radio. He lived on forever and ever. He did. He did. I'll agree. He was on all kinds of – he was like they brought him back, dusted him off a hundred times. <laughs> Are you going to finish introducing the show? Oh, I did. No, you didn't. I am Ron Kolick, and that's uh, Ann Kerrigan. Hi. <laughs> yeah, they did. I remember Wolfman Jack. He used to be – I had this little bitty OK Kids back in the day before the internet and all that stuff. We listened to the radio on these little boxes that ran on batteries. So yeah, they call AM, AM FM radios. AM FM. It was probably AM. I listened to him on WRKO. Seriously, I was like eight years old. If really? Not, RKO? Yeah. I think it was RKO. Fantastic. Almost positive. Deal, my, husband's, my husband's a background helping me going no 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 but no. anyways that's what i that's my memory okay and jack and but of course uh the guess you're who way did, older than that so the guess who did uh clap for the wolfman i don't remember that song oh my I remember god the guess who, but i don't think i've ever you know heard who that the song. guess who is that's good canadian group very good these eyes yeah yeah and many others but they did clap, clap for the sing. No, they don't have lions. You can't sing. You can't sing. They don't have a license. Why can't I sing? Because you don't have a license to sing the lyrics of any song. The thing you can get sued for that. I just did. Oh, really? Seriously? Fair use. It's called fair use. They can't sue me. Yes, they can. They can't. I can sing. Nope. Yeah. Nope. They own yeah. the lyrics. I. All right, let's not get into that. <laughs> public well, access. You can sing. But you're not on access. <laughs> Whatever. You're on commercial radio. So there you go. Anyways, good well, evening, everyone. Say, let him come yes. get me. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, all right, so I'm totally lost. Anyways, uh, that's your I don't know how we get on the Wolfman, but that's the way it is. You but anyways, did. You started uh, it. I know, I know, I know. Anyways, back in uh, this week, earlier in this week, uh, there was a show that came on the Travel Channel called A Haunting. Yes. And they did a – oh, wait a minute. We have another guest with us today, or a co-host yes, or whatever. Uh, she is uh, the author of Medium Rare. She is a medium. She is the uh, medium for the New England Ghost Project, and she is Leslie Martin. Hello. Hi, Leslie. Well, you guys are, are 
rolling along here. <laughs> I know, right? Whew. Wow. So, yeah, yeah that was a topsy-turvy ride there. Uh-huh. Usually is. It's yeah. usually a rough, rough departure. But it, it, once, you get, once you get going and flowing, it's all smooth right. sailing. So. Right. You get up in the air and we lift off. It's usually okay. Yeah, well, okay. We're five minutes into the show. Can we talk about what's going on? Sure. So anyways, if you saw uh, A Haunting, uh, you saw Leslie Martin, and which is why she's joining us tonight. And uh, let me give you a little, uh, if you saw the show. Uh, first of all, Anne, do you still have the pictures of, of the, the house? Yes, I do. So any chance we could post those on our New England, I mean, uh, what, what is it? Maybe share them on our uh, next generation page, and you can uh, actually see the house that was in this um, in this uh, TV show. Because I wish you would ask me to do this prior to. That's all right. We have time. We have time because I can, I can set up the introduction and everything. Uh, all right, just keep talking. I'll work on. I it. am. I intend to. So anyways, uh, this house was in uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts, and how the, the initial investigation all came about was that I uh, teach a course, or taught a course, excuse me, for uh, paranormal CSI up at uh, Northern Essex Community College. And one of my students there, a girl named Teresa, uh, told me one day that she had a family member who had a house that an old Victorian that was haunted and invested and asked me if I would like to investigate it. And uh, why not? <laughs> I wow. love Victorians. And so uh, I called uh, Ann and Leslie and Jim Stonier, who is the other member of our group, even though none of you guys appeared other than Leslie appeared in the TV show. Uh, they were all there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we went and set up a date, and we went in and, and we investigated. So, Leslie, you want? And by the way, the the house you see on the TV show is not the house that was there. That house no, it is, is not. Actually, that house is actually in uh, Maryland. It's it's a studio house that they use for most of their uh, rec- recreations. So. That was making me crazy. I'm like, that's not the house. That's not the house. Well, you you know what was making Leslie, uh, Leslie crazy was what, Leslie? Well, a lot of things <laughs> made me crazy. Um, but, I bet. Uh, I, <laughs> I, it was like I just showed up at the house all by myself. And, oh, wait a minute. Well, wait, let's, I want to get to that first. But w- well, didn't you what, like what are you alluding girl? to? What did I mean? You, I heard from the red light sales last night that when you you were with me that uh, <laughs> what I thought of the girl that portrayed you, and I said she was a spitting image. No, I thought that she looked a little older, a little more matronly. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Yes, I agree. But that's okay. That's that's all right. That was just my ego. I got a big kick old. out of that. Actually, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, so the, the first thing that, that irritated you, of course, was what you started to talk about. Yeah, because um, we are a team and it just bothered me. I understand that they needed to make this nice and neat and not have any extras, you know, uh, a story that didn't belong of where they wanted to go with the story. And the story wasn't quite the way it happened. 
with our investigation. Uh, first off, there were four of us that showed up, and I wasn't the only one. And um, that was just the beginning of the indiscrepancies. But um, I understand why they did it. But I think that we're, we're going to talk about all of those indiscrepancies on the show this evening, right? No, we're not. I don't think. We just, <laughs> just like to say we'd, we'd like to tell you what really happened, that's all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So go ahead. No, I mean that was that's the first thing, and and in all fairness, uh, they didn't mention the team at all, uh, the New England Ghost Project at all, and but they didn't mention it for the other meeting that was there either, uh, the Wales City uh, Group, whatever the heck it is, I forget what it is called, Wales City something or other. Um, and and so, on the show, the other medium said, I like to bring a small group with me. And then in the show, they just showed two people. So she did, you know, allude to that there were more people. But they didn't give the name of the group. I mean, that's what, you know, what really irks me about the, the, the travel, this particular show is that, you know, they want these stories for free. I mean, I don't want to have to. Uh, you know, do any work if they have to, if they can, you know, get somebody to provide the all the information for them, uh, and then they don't give any credit to any of the teams. And and all these teams that are on these shows, the the, the teams that go in there, you know, they have pride in their groups. And mm-hmm. and you know, I don't see why they couldn't do that. Just mention it. But uh, uh, this is the the first time that I've ever seen it uh, done like that, where they just totally block out whoever the group was. Yeah. Well, I, if you I, think of, go ahead, well, Ann. Go ahead. I, I thought that was annoying. I'm like, wait, okay, Leslie showed up at the door by herself. Hmm, didn't happen quite that way, as I recall. And, uh, yeah, and that they didn't mention us. They didn't mention anybody's group. Yeah. That, that's, but if you, look at, if you look at it from a paying standpoint, they had to pay every actor that showed on screen so you know yeah. they would have to pay like four other people to you know be in our shot so mm-hmm. yeah. the other people mm-hmm. wait a minute that but it's annoying on, you know? wait a minute that, that demon is on all the shows i hate to tell you it's the same damn demon I oh that demon oh my god that was uh, we were laughing <laughs> laughing i'm like what stop all in well, all though the show was entertaining, and what they are going for is entertainment. And right. it, it did give you, you know, the chills and the, ooh, um, oh, my goodnesses um, that people look for in a show like that. So I think they did a good job with that. Um, I'm, no, I'm just, sure. I, I just wish that they would give people credit where credit is due. Right. And, and the, the, when they initially contacted, and they contacted, contacted us, uh, the Child Channel, and, and I do get contact a lot looking for stories because – that's what they want to do. Uh, uh, that way, they don't have to pay writers or anything. They can just get free stories. So, uh, anyways, the the owners of the house uh, wanted to do the show. They're the one that contacted uh, a haunting, and so that's why we can. And I said, well, okay, if since they did it, they were our, I hate the word clients, but they were our clients. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we'll do it. And then I realized the show was a haunting. And then I started thinking about, okay, this is always demons. Uh, so I says, we didn't find any demons. So yeah, I really didn't want to associate it with. Unfortunately, Leslie uh, wasn't aware of that. And, and she got uh, roped in. But in all, she 
told the truth and they did p- portray her uh, it, honestly, mm-hmm. I think, anyways. Yeah, they did, besides the woman being older than me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, they used my words. They didn't, like, mince my words. They didn't screw them up and use them the way they wanted to. They actually used words that I said, you know, where they could have edited. Um, so I was, I was glad about that, too. Yeah, and because you look foolish in the movie either, which is interesting because uh, they said that the demon had hid from us. You know, anything is possible. I, I'm not going to. I mean, I can't say they didn't or didn't. Uh, you know, I I wasn't we just aware didn't that. They, it. What's that? We just didn't encounter what they encountered. You know, we did, so we did not. We, we encountered a lot more, which we're going to talk about tonight, hopefully. All right, go ahead. So, um, well, at the beginning of, of where um, New England Ghost Project comes in, um, it, they portrayed that I got to the bottom of the stairs and they said, yes, the third floor ballroom, I have to get there. And that is not <laughs> how it happened. Um, no, that's what not, I was just about a, to say. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my focus was on the stairwell. And then we went into the basement first. Did we go into the basement first? We did. Yes, we, we were, did. Yes. Uh, well, we, did, we, wait, we, we did the first floor first, did we? We we went in his in Dennis's study. I remember going in there, mm-hmm. and yeah, and looking around the first floor, and it didn't really seem to be a lot going on well, you know, on that first floor. You picked up on uh, a, like a lawyer or something, right? Somebody with papers or something, if I remember. When the team was, was setting up, I was trying not to move around the house because I wanted to go into areas and, and experience the, the energy as I was going in. So I, I stayed in the hallway, and um, I was uh, aware of a man who had uh, lived in the building who had passed of a heart attack, and he had uh, ledgers, and um, there was some sort of law papers, um, that I was seeing and um, uh, manifests from ships and, you know, just different paperwork. And um, I was made aware of him. And then I was made aware of the woman on the stairs um, who was the matriarch of the house. And that's what I was doing while you guys were setting up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, in all fairness, I, I don't remember – being aware of all the demonic activity that occurred to them. Mm. Uh, do, do you remember that, uh, Leslie or Ann? I remember her, Tracy. Mm-hmm. By the way, this couple, I just want to say this couple was very, very nice. nice. Very nice. Lovely people. Lovely people and their daughter. Um, so I just want to throw that out there, folks. Oh, and also I've posted uh New Bedford Investigation album on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. So you can see. Yeah, the house is really cool. Home Mm -hmm. uh, and the rooms, which are gorgeous. They've beautifully restored it. Um, So as far as, yes, I remember Tracy and her daughter talking to us about um, uh, the presence in the bed after Dennis had gotten up and was uh, getting ready to go to work, mm-hmm. et cetera. And I, and, 
and I know that her daughter worked. Um, she had a, a a night a night job. So I think she was a bouncer, right? Uh, no, she was a man a manager, I believe. Okay. She may have been a bouncer too, but I think she managed a bar. Okay. Uh, so she had very late hours, you know. Um, but I know both of them did talk to us about things that had happened to them, like in that that late late night, very very early morning uh, right. kind of day, you know. Right. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, we didn't find really too much of the first floor, and and as far as the stairs, they always said something about the stairs. We had set up a camera there and and let it run all night long, but uh, we didn't pick up anything on the on the stairs at all uh, with the uh, infrared camera. But that doesn't mean nothing happened. Just saying, we didn't pick up anything. we did go to the basement, I believe, either first or second. We, you know, it's unimportant right now. But uh, there was a little bit of activity in that the basement, uh, Leslie. Yeah, we went into the laundry room area, and there was a man standing behind uh, Tracy and her daughter, and uh, I was made aware of him. And um, I don't remember all this so long ago. Um, I don't remember all of the particulars, but I do remember that um, he. He presented himself as not a family member, but someone who was close to the family who lived in the mm-hmm. house. And um, and that's about all I remember about that at this moment. Um, he uh, he followed us around, though. So he didn't stay in the basement, and we, we left the basement, and then we came back to the basement. because um, Right. Were you picking up stuff with your meters? Uh. This is uh, what I. This is what what we have. Basically, uh, when you went into the basement and you started to get a headache in the laundry room, and uh, when we, so you decided to go back there. We did an EVP session there, and uh, you were aware of a, a male energy standing behind Jordan. Uh, according to this, I was sensing it too. The male energy appeared in the basement and attempted to communicate us. It followed us to the second floor. Right, I do remember that. Yeah, so that's and of course it, it, we did. We you know uh, he had there was this famous tunnel or on in the floor, uh, yeah. which which was intriguing. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Anne took a lot of pictures there. And one of the pictures she took, I, and I thought this was I'm, I'm the only one that did. I think, but it, uh, she took a picture from the the cellar looking into the laundry room and where you had seen the man if there was a this reflection in the uh the dryer or washer door and as you zoomed in on it you could see the face make out the face of a man in it uh you know it, it it's i'm not it, it just was intriguing because that's where you had the the activity but uh was it really you know it wasn't like really proof or anything as far as i'm concerned but it was really intriguing because that's you had to pick up a male energy and it was at that point and when we did use when you could see a face from a man in it which was you know uh probably paradola but it still was kind of cool i like it little was. things like that <laughs> Yeah, and then so in anyway, the basement also, there was um, a, a closet with water and pipes in it, and everyone got creeped out in that um, mm-hmm. that space. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel anything in there. I 
I, I don't know if they were picking up the energy from like. Oh the yeah, water. I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah, um, but they were like, "Oh yeah, we don't like to go in here. We don't like to go in here." But I, I personally didn't feel anything in that little closet, um, at the other end of the basement. They, the, the house was huge. Mm. <laughs> the basement oh, it was really is. Yes. True. Yeah. Which which cracked me up because in the story they they concentrated basically on the ballroom and mm-hmm. uh, the bedrooms, the two bedrooms basically, uh, and the mirror of course. But uh, we did see the mirror. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we uh, it was it was intriguing how it uh, fell down without breaking uh, because mm-hmm. it was yeah it, yeah. There's no up. way that would have happened. Mm-hmm. Not no way. Just it's too high. And it was so it's, heavy, it would have broken into a million pieces. Yes, absolutely. Or it definitely would have been damaged, let's put it that way. That I will agree with, absolutely. <laughs> I don't understand why they called that third floor area the ballroom. It was a big room. It wasn't that big, though. I didn't feel that it was ballroom-sized. No. Um, no. I would call it an attic. Or, or maybe even at one time it was servants' quarters. But... Oh, wait a minute. Are we talking the third floor? Yeah. Yeah, she's talking about the ballroom. She doesn't know why it was called the ballroom. I don't understand why they're I calling it the ballroom. I, wait a minute. I thought they were talking about the room on the second floor that was on the uh, – toward the end, there was a little fireplace on it. It was uh, – we did Where some Where are we EVP. feeling all the activity? Yeah, that's what I thought they were talking about that one because the the ballroom upstairs, I wouldn't call it a ballroom. Absolutely. Yeah. I just thought that was the attic. Uh, mm-hmm. But – yeah, but I thought that, that, that when they were talking about the ballroom, they were talking about that room on the second floor. No, it's no. the third floor they were, they were talking about. And sure, it's on the third floor. Well, I'm going to have to yeah. go back and listen to this now because I I don't believe it's on the third floor in in, in the, uh, uh, the, what do you call it, in the program. No, they, because when I when my character came in, she said, yes, the third floor ballroom, and I was like, "Why is she going there? Because we got all that stuff on the second floor." I remember yeah. seeing that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because that's the room that I would think that they would have picked as well—the one uh, with the fireplace and with We spent a lot of time in that room. We did. We didn't on, on uh, get floor. too much EVPs on, in this, this whole investigation, um, unfortunately. But uh, uh, yeah. You know what? Speaking about EVPs, and I thought this was funny, is that they they did have an EVP that the the second group used. Did did you hear that one? Too bad. Yes, or I heard it. Yeah. Well, interesting thing. That's that wasn't really an EVP because that was just a reproduction because it was the actor's voice on it. If you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, uh, that yeah. was re- recreation. It wasn't the EVP that that uh, the other team supposedly got. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the problem with TV. You know, it, it is entertainment, so they do take that's liberties true. in certain things. Yeah. I mean, that was the loudest, show. clearest EVP that I had ever heard in my life. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever. I'm like, wow, class A, for sure. But anyway. <laughs> So, uh, so I, I get like I said, I'm confused. I was confused now because I thought they were talking about the room on the second floor. But we did do spend a lot of time up on the third floor too, 
uh, the, the, the floor where I hit my head several times. Uh, <laughs> hat. I take that hat off, yeah. Bam, bam. <laughs> my, my husband does the same thing. It's just, yeah, don't wear a baseball hat. Yeah, nothing to do with baseball. I just smash my head. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, that was – I thought that was more like a speakeasy room because it was kind of like off by itself and it had a little uh, bar in there, right, and, there and stuff. It was kind of – that's why I, I would have called it that. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, we did uh, table tipping there. We did on the third mm-hmm. floor. Yes. We did yes. glass swirling. Glass swirling. Oh, table. yeah, glass swirling. Thank you. I know. I said that earlier, too. I'm like, oh, we did table tipping up there. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because there's actually in the pictures, one of the last pictures, we had put a red light underneath the glass. So the glass had a red light. I forget. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little thing that I had rigged up. Yeah, something I, that, I, had a that little, I had these little mini colored flashlights that I used underneath the glass. So it would be easy to see. Uh, I got to do that. I haven't done that for a while. But, uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it, it was it was neat to be able to see it. In the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we were pretty busy with the glass swirling up there, as I recall. Yeah. And that, and, was, uh, that was one of the last things we did in, in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was. So it was. Yeah. 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 It's kind of – I, I kind of like to do that because it, it's a, a nice way to get the – people involved in it uh you know just kind of ease their minds a little bit and you know make them feel part of it of what we're doing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and in no way is this was a full investigation you know we only spent a, a couple of hours there so mm. uh yeah, we're coming up like six what was that maybe five or six okay Out. anyways yeah we are coming up to the break, so when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the, the glass world, where we did get quite a bit of information. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the Bond Bombshell and Kerrigan and the Newland's own Van Helsink, Ron Kolick. And our very special guest tonight is the medium Leslie Martin right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio. We'll be right back after the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing. 
although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he is a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special buddy, psychic medium, Leslie Martin. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> and t- tonight we're talking about uh, the show that was recently on a haunting on the Travel Channel, uh, the House of Nightmares. And it's about a investigation that we did and another group did on a old Victorian in New Bedford, Massachusetts. And if you want to see it, um, it will be airing again on Monday, this coming Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. on the Travel Channel. Really? Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. The thing that I wanted to comment on about the show is that um, the people who live there, as I said, very nice, super nice people. And I didn't feel when we were there investigating that although they had had these experiences, I didn't feel the level of fear that they transmitted in the show. Me neither, which is interesting because, I mean, those were their voices uh, Mm -hmm. on on the interview. That was them in the interviews. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I didn't get that same feeling that they faced that much fear. Yeah. I mean, I think that they knew something was there, and I felt like they accepted it. The thing in the bedroom, yes, was, was Tracy uneasy about that? Definitely. But I didn't feel like she was terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, again, like we said, you know, it's for entertainment. Um, so they want to heighten that, but they seem to be very accepting of the spirits that were in their house. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, I agree with you and, uh, even, uh, Leslie, uh, the, the girl, that, the woman that you picked up there was, uh, Sarah, did they call call her that in in the uh show by the way leslie do you remember they called her they um when we were doing the um interview i was calling her sarah and they said mm-hmm. oh um the other people are calling her mrs eddie so could mm-hmm. you please refer to her as mrs eddie so um, oh yeah that's right so that's uh yeah that's why i was calling her mrs eddie if, if i mm-hmm. actually said it in the show i don't remember um but yeah we were calling her sarah mm-hmm. right so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We were calling her Sarah, and the male spirit. Uh, we the name was William that you had. Uh, yeah, that up on. the William. The William was the the man from the basement who followed us around, and it was not the 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 man that I that I was picking up on when we first entered the house. The man that lived there. Um, right. So I just wanted to you know clarify that. Mm-hmm. So we weren't sure where he fit in 
Was no. William the man you thought was the you kept uh, feeling he was a lawyer? No, I felt that he I don't remember. I remember that he was not part of the family, but associated with the family, maybe right. one of their lawyers right. or something like that. He was um, he was uh, a mason, according to the the glass rolling we did up there. Uh, uh, he was a mason, and uh, actually during the glass rolling, we came up the name Smiley, uh, and I had Josh Mantello uh, check on that, and there was a a mason by the name of William Smiley. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh, Josh is in there. His father, Nick, are, are very much associated with the, the Masons and have been for years and years. And his father is the historian for the um, Massachusetts, the entire state of Massachusetts. Well, so, yeah, so <laughs> that was that was uh, interesting mm. in itself. Uh, when we were there, uh, I mean, in the show, they portrayed uh, Tracy with one dog, and they had more than one when we were there. They had two. I think yeah. it was just two yeah. when we were there. German That's German more than Shepherds. one, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> well, as opposed to three, Ron. <laughs> Did I say three? I just said they had more than one. They had Jeez. more than one, so I said they had two, Jeez. which is how many they had. Exactly. Anyways. I was waiting for you to, to you know, set that oh. right. Okay. That's maybe dog it. maybe dog actors are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that was an old dog too. It was really funny. I'm like, what they get a senior guy out of the pound? What? <laughs> but uh, the, yeah, she had mentioned that the dog did not like to go into that room. Mm-hmm. Again, though I didn't think it was the the third floor. I thought it, it was wasn't the, the third second floor. floor. No, it was the second I don't, floor. I don't understand that. So, mm-hmm. well, creative license. Yeah, and the the other thing is is I know um, Leslie thought that the dogs were aware of the female spirit. Yeah, and, and the female spirit yeah. was very well aware of the dogs as well, and she did not like the dogs in the yeah. house. I have a feeling that she thought that a dog's place was outside. Um, mm-hmm. and not in her beautiful home. And I think that may be why the dogs were reacting so, you know, um, I don't want to say severely, but they were reacting to um, what was going on in the house because she was making her presence known to them. That she didn't <laughs> let them in the house, you know? Bad dog. Bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> they were beautiful dogs. They were. Get out of my parlor. <laughs> <laughs> and this house, now I just want to say, now I know that uh, they were furnishing this house with period correct antiques and really uh, looking into it. Tracy was taking her time. She'd visit antique shops. So she also, I I mean, I could see Mrs. Eddie being uh, a supportive Mm -hmm. spirit because Tracy really, they both, they all invested a lot of time in getting this home to where it should be, uh, you know, the period style furniture. If you look at the pictures, they had like an old Victrola in there and the, the, the couches and chairs and a beautiful piano. Everything in there was right on the money. You know, it was beautiful. Mm. Spending a lot of time and money on it. And uh, I, I believe, Leslie, you believe that uh, – um... Sarah was very protective of the house. 
and she owned responsibility for the mirror that came up in the hall. Yes, and um, I believe that um, she would make her presence known to people who she did not want there, like she would protect the home herself. Um, mm -hmm. So if there were intruders that came in, she would make them feel very uncomfortable. Um, I think she she was very protective of the home. And, well, she should be. I mean, it's her house. Right. Yeah, Even though she, you know, it was her house first, by golly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and forevermore. Right. And, forevermore. And, and, and now that I'm looking back at this, uh, there was a, a reason we, remember we went up into the real attic? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. And it and was, it was very yeah, something about going... a... Go ahead. Something, something about an animal or something? Yeah. I went up there, and he's like, do you feel anything up here? I said, you know, it doesn't feel like human. It kind of feels like animal up here. Yeah, I, I remember right. saying that to him, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said so something me, like, oh, I wonder if any raccoons have gotten in here. You remember? Uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe that was the demon you were sensing. He was hiding in the air. <laughs> and it was Anything mostly possible. green, the green demon. It's a long He needed a pedicure, manicure, yeah. whatever. Yeah. He, he needed one. Mm. <laughs> but the, the attic was very, very, it was mostly filled with uh, the air conditioning up there, right? And insulation. Yeah, insulation. <laughs> insulation yeah. and duct work. So it was pretty much full of stuff. There wasn't a lot of space to move around. No, not at but all. But they had heard, weren't they hearing things from that area? Or they had found. I. This was two years ago, folks. So I'm trying yeah, to remember. Yeah, kind of rusty. <laughs> all the yeah, little nuances. Yeah, to remember all the little details. Right. But I know there was something in the actual attic that he had been concerned about. But they, I don't know that they found any evidence of raccoons being up there. I'm not sure. Yeah. I know. I I was the one that wanted to go up there because. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, to check it out because I think he may he maybe did say something, uh, but the the glass swirling they they seem to enjoy the glass swirling at the end of the night. I thought they did anyways. Yes, well, I would. Who I doesn't would enjoy a glass swirling? I mean, that's <laughs> it right. A, it's an entertaining, fun thing to do to interact with spirit, and um, mm -hmm. I I think that everyone who tries glass swirling is is intrigued by it because you can feel it pulling around the table. So you, it, you know, and if you take your fingers off, it still moves, you know. So I think that it's, it's, it's less eerie than a, than a Ouija board, even though it's really the same thing. It's, it's still a form yes. of divination. It's a safe way to do it, though, you know, for a person who fears, oh, my gosh, it's a Ouija It's board. a fun it's way to do it. Yeah, so. Um, it's a parlor game. That's a good way of putting it in. I agree with you 100% on that. <laughs> most of, in all in all reality, most of that uh, the Ouija boards and all of those are probably games. That's mm -hmm. what they originally built for. You got to remember the Ouija board was, and I mean, it is manufactured by Hasbro or whoever it is now. But uh, yeah, so you know, it's only a game. <laughs> tell, Until tell it's not. <laughs> So anyways, uh, we just wanted to, to talk a little bit about uh, the uh, the house and, and our own investigation there and, and the portrayal that uh, 
we did have there. Anything you else you can remember, uh, Leslie, about the place? Orient. I remember going down the back stairway, and where did that lead to? Do you remember that narrow back stairway? Servants' servants' stairway. It must be yeah. servants. Yeah. Where did that go down to? Cellar. I thought that was just the basement, wasn't it? Yeah, cellar. Yeah. That went yeah. to the cellar. I yeah. remember going down the stairs, but I don't remember where I ended up. <laughs> yes. No, that was that was the basement. Okay. That went down the basement. It was really narrow and steep. Because. Um. You know, oh, sorry. Why not? It's just servants going down there. I do remember when we were on the third floor, there were some little bedrooms up there. And mm-hmm. uh, picking up on some, um, like, this room feels really male to me. I feel like there was, a, you know, a blah, blah, blah. Um, there were other places in the house where there were, like, um, remnants of, of, of energy that I could pick up on. Um, do you remember that there was it was like the servants quarters up next to the ballroom right yeah. um yeah mm-hmm. did ballroom. we get any yes. evps up in there i remember the doing evps in there <laughs> there weren't uh, for some whatever reason i don't think there were any lights in those servants quarters they, they were at the time just kind of storage areas so yeah it could be they were pretty full so we couldn't really expend a lot of time in there. In, in all fairness, I don't even remember them. So. Oh, well. They weren't that impressive. <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> now, uh, I know that the neighbor across the street, was he, did he come over? Or no. He maybe didn't. They, no, were just, they were no. just talking about him because he had done, or it was the neighbor's brother, uh, was doing the research. Right. She had a ton of research in the house. On on the place, so we had come up with those names during the glass swirling, and she was going to have that person uh, give him names and see what they came up with. But I don't know if anything ever came of that. Mm. So I don't know. We never heard. I never heard anything. No. Oh, all right. So, anyways, I remember that uh, I believe it was the second floor. There was also a room that had like a couch in it. I don't know if it was a TV room or something. And do you remember that? And I took out yes. the ovulus and we did a little ovulus section there. And I remember mm-hmm. your ovulus died and other equipment died all at the same time. Yeah, you, you were use, use your, using the pendulum, and it seemed to be, uh, it, it, it stopped working. It, the, the both the pendulum and the the. Uh, Oh, it was doing that straight chain thing. Yep. Where it just hangs and feels like there's tension right. mm-hmm. in it and just doesn't want to do anything like somebody's holding it. Kind of freaks right. me out. It, that's that's where you <laughs> that's where you had a pain in your liver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leslie. And uh, you said it wasn't you you wasn't sure if it was cancer or from drinking. Uh mm-hmm. You thought maybe yeah. it was like some drinking bourbon or whiskey or something like that. Right. Um, at that moment, um, there were two I, energies I, at this. There were right, two there energies, were two energies that were that were like fighting for attention, and there, there was the woman's energy, Sarah's energy, and then there was William's energy, and they were. It was hard to discern which one was which. Um, so, um, I was filling my liver, and I was like, oh, I, I don't know if it's 
cirrhosis or liver cancer, and I think that maybe it was both. I think that um, I was picking up on, on Sarah's liver ailment, and um, I think that maybe William was a drinker. So Yeah. Yeah. That could be. Nate in our Tillionet chat says, IMDB says the neighbor was Robert Shepard. Why is she know <laughs> no, he just. Oh no, he says never mind. I think he played the neighbor in the show. Scratch that. Yeah, he's the actor <laughs> that played the neighbor mean. in the show. Thank but you. I noticed in the show that um, the the leather bound thing that they had on the table with all of the pictures and stuff was the same leather bound thing that Tracy was holding at the end of the night. Uh, so that was, yeah, that was an actual piece of. Artifact. I don't know if the other things that were on the table in that shot were artifacts from the research or if they just collected some stuff and threw it on the table. Right. Hmm. I don't. One of, the, one of the coolest features in the house, of course, were the gargoyles. Yes. They were so cool. Yes. I love them. That was the first thing I noticed when we pulled up to the house. I'm like, oh, they have gargoyles. <laughs> that was, Such a that was the, the, the neat. We were driving there. It was like, oh, where are we going? It's like, oh, like, and then as soon as we came up, we like, we all, that's the house. You, you knew it was. It just, mm-hmm. just the look of it. It was, it, it was a beautiful house, and and uh, Tracy and Dennis uh, did a fantastic job in uh, restoring it and and everything, which is, uh, I give them a lot of kudos for that. If they can preserve something like that. Yes, yes. I have a picture of one of the gargoyles. It's like the third picture in. Too. Oh, cool. So you can all see them. <laughs> so anyways, uh, according to the show, uh, there was a demon in there, and they went in there. The uh, The next team went in there, uh, went in and kicked its ass, and everything was cool. So. <laughs> the other media uh, said something that intrigued me. Said oh, really? That, yeah, said that she could feel the presence and it would crawl up her neck and I was thinking what mm-hmm. I, I was thinking what kind of sensation would that be? you know because we all feel things differently but wow mm-hmm. to have something crawl up your neck I, I was I felt bad for her because that doesn't sound very pleasant. no no and it's it's funny because uh, my daughter has had uh, sleep paralysis right before she would have it when she was a child and she's had it as an adult as well. And she will tell you that it's, you literally cannot, you literally cannot move. So now whether it was sleep paralysis, whether a spirit is connecting with you at this time, and that's why you have sleep paralysis, who really knows, but she is definitely experienced that. And it's terrifying. Right. It it is terrifying. And and that's the hard part about it when when you have uh, an experience like that, it's so difficult because it's hard to judge what is real and what is not. And I I'm not saying right. it's not all real because it's real to you, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's so I mean, have you ever had a dream where something horrible happens and you wake up and you think it's all gone but you're really still in the dream? And then you wake no. up. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, 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 I've had it. I've had I it happen a few times during a night where 
Mm-hmm. I dream something terrible, and then I wake myself up, and I think everything's cool, but I'm still dreaming, and, and horrible things happen again, and then I think I wake up again, and I, I think it, three is the most I've ever done. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> And and they also and you know it's a dream, but it's it's still it's frightening at the at the time it happens, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's what happened with with Tracy and, no. and Jordan, um, you know. But it, those are some of the things that that we deal with because people do have those experiences. Yes, uh, they do. Yeah, and and we I, have that that whole thing of astral projection where your body actually, I mean, your spirit supposedly leaves your body. And things can occur, and are they occurring to your body, or are they occurring to your spirit, uh, okay. which is – and, and, yeah. and by the way, let me, let me bring this up, Leslie. Last night at the Red Light Seance, we, we, we connected with – a supposedly connected with someone who was still alive. Oh. And <laughs> uh, – well, I think it's still alive. We still have to double check that. But, uh, so could be. What? What? But, that but the funny thing be. is, is go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, the funny thing is, is because I, I asked, which is a, a question that I never asked, "Are you deceased?" And the answer was no. And then huh. we were we were trying to um, figure out who this person was, and we were doing research on Google at the same time. Jim was over on the computer, and we were. Um, someone came up with the name and the table was moving but when we researched it further we weren't sure if this man was actually dead or alive because we found him first, he was a fa- yeah, yeah he first was a Jim said person. he was dead and then he said he was alive so right so we're not quite sure on that because... <laughs> so I, yeah. I was thinking about that and, and if you do connect with a living person which uh, maybe that's possible because it would very much be that same as uh, you know astral projection, or or uh, Leslie will know this, of course, and and Ian, you might remember it too from Spirit Quest in spoon bending. One of the exercises that you do is what, Leslie? You send out a double of yourself. Send out a and double, and then you call of them back. Yes. Ah. Yeah. So it's it's intriguing this whole thing of the mind and, and the spirit, and we don't know enough about it to, uh, you know, say positively what what it is and, and what it isn't, and uh, you know, declare it evidence is is of course ridiculous. Uh, but you know, we we can't even tell where the consciousness goes is when we're on the anesthesia. Uh, I you know. know. Are in a coma. Yeah, exactly. But under in the same an everyday occurrence, and and yet we they still can't explain what happens to the consciousness. Hmm. One thing I have to say about the Barrios family is that they were they were warm and inviting and yes. honest, and they were very you know they were very down to earth people, and. Mm-hmm. If they believe Absolutely. in their hearts that they were attacked, I believe that they were attacked. No, I believe that. Too. They believe that, too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so I just wanted to put that out there that we're not saying that we don't believe what they what oh, no, 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 we, we would never do that. No, no, no. Great, gracious, lovely people. Yes. We would, we would just we were just talking about more more what the show didn't didn't talk about. Yeah. 
right? The like the the female spirit was barely touched upon, and we we had quite a dealings with that in some of the stuff that we did. Uh, and and how it was portrayed, where we came in as a team, and and they portrayed it as as just this little old lady coming up to the house and wandering <laughs> through. And so yeah, and Leslie, how come you got the old lady? And the I know it's like this this twenty something. I'm like, wow, 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 wow. Just stop, just stop. That's not fair. <laughs> I did notice that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yes, you did. That was the first thing she said to me at the seance last night. Yeah, <laughs> did right. you see who they had portray me? <laughs> oh, and did you see the very handsome priest? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't have to pay much because he didn't talk. He didn't. Right, he did. Yes, no. he had a non-speaking role. He said you were banished in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, oh. that's right. He, uh, only in only not when he first came in though. Then he threw a lot of water around. <laughs> yeah. See, if he had been Helsing's special blend, that would right? probably would have been solved really quick. Instantly. <laughs> I, did I ever, I ever tell you well, if you read the first book, Ghost Chronicles, that Maureen and I wrote, and the time that uh, of course Maureen's a trans channeler. And the time that we went and did the radio show up at uh, America Stonehenge, and we're going back in the car, going on Route 28, and all of a sudden, she's, this, she, we had a hitchhiker, basically one of the Indians that was at America Stonehenge. Oh, no, turn out of time. Anyways, one of the Indians at America Stonehenge uh, decided to uh, hitch a ride with, and uh, he was trying to channel through Maureen. So here I am driving. I said, can you drive while you're channeling? <laughs> so I said, I'm going to have to get my special blend. And, and when I said that, which is intriguing, uh, Maureen says it, it, he just jumped away from her and went into the backseat of the car. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just a mere mention of the name special blend. Says oh. Strikes <laughs> fear into the heart of all demons. And by the way, you can get the special blend, Van Helsing special blend, from uh, Positively Artists. Brilliant. That's and, right. And, yeah, and where can they where where can they get that, uh, Leslie? If you go to etsy.com, etsy dot com, and go to Positively Brilliant, one word, it will bring you to my shop, and you can buy some Van Helsing spray. And you, too, can be protected from Indians and demons. <laughs> and it smells nice, too. It does. It, does. it smells really nice. I yeah. spray it around my office when I want people to go away and leave me alone. You do know it has whiskey in it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was a wise thing, spraying around the office. I don't <laughs> think it smells that much like whiskey. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we do have to go. We want to say uh, thank you so much to our good friend Leslie Martin. And, Leslie, thank and you for you having can me. And all about Leslie if you go to her website, which is www.lesliemartin.com. Which is L E S L E Y M A R D E N. Unlike Madden, which I called right. her for a minute. Nice. Nice, Ron. <laughs> Forever. Mm. Ever and ever. 
Right. So anyways, we want to thank everybody for listening. And we, we talked about the, uh, of course, the House of Nightmares on a haunting a case that we investigated. Uh, it's You can see it again on Monday. Probably, it's probably on demand, too, I'm sure, somewhere. I'm so, sure it is. Check it out. Uh, I do, but I, I'm not Hi. getting the cues. Are you getting the cues uh, in? Okay, but <laughs> we got the we got the pizza from the dead almost two minutes ago. I would say so. Uh, that's what I was taught. Treading too, a fine line. A very fine line. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I can hear yeah. it now. Up, oh, up. Oh, there's the there's music. The <laughs> thanks, so thank right. thanks for all listening. Good night. God bless. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. From ghoulies to ghosties. Long-leggedy beasties and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.